Everything Silicaga football are here now. This is the Coach Zal Show, presented by Chick-fil-A Silicaga. Live from Chick-fil-A, Silicaga, this is the Coach Zal Show, presented by Chick-fil-A, Silicaga. The Aggies on the road tomorrow night in the first round of the state playoffs at Faith Academy. You can listen to that game on the radio home of the Aggie Sports Network, Mix 106.5. You can listen on the radio Alabama Sports app. Tune in, Amazon Alexa-enabled devices, uh, wherever you listen to any audio stream. And we're essentially right there, iHeartRadio. So Mix 106.5, the only place to listen to tomorrow night's game at Faith Academy in the first round. No Brent Ashley, um, no Ashton Fowler tonight. Joined by my good friend who always joins me uh, on the Aggie Sports Network for the Star Physical Therapy Kickoff Show, Michael Ader. How are we doing tonight, my man? Hey, we're doing great. Glad to be out here. Probably the busiest place in Sulacaga, man. This Chick-fil-A drive through it's, it's busy, Coach. It's hot. <laughs> and also joined by, of course, the man of the show, Sulacaga head football coach, Andrew Zal. Coach, you essentially got a bye week before this game due to the storms last week, so you're going to roll in here a little rested. I think some much-needed rest for your squad is yeah. a little banged up going into the hopeful game and definitely leaving the hopeful game a couple weeks to prepare how are we feeling feeling good i think uh, it's all about what you get out of the game uh you can well rested or you're going to be rusty or whatever it may be just uh we just have to come out come out fast come out you know firing all cylinders and uh it's uh it's unfortunate for what happened last week but we do we do get the the, the much the much needed rest and uh hopefully our guys uh take advantage of it yeah, Coach, I, I felt like those last couple games we played, we were missing some key players. They probably were the worst two games we played all season, so maybe that, that little bit of rest right there gets us back in our groove. Yeah, it, it, I hope it does, too. I think the, the last two opponents we played in Talladega and Hopeville, they had two weeks to prepare for us, so they threw some wrinkles at us that we hadn't seen in, on film. and uh, We made it tough, but uh, like you say, man, we needed, a, we needed a, uh, some time off um, to really you know, find ourselves and um, hopefully we have. I, I think our guys are excited. Had three, four good days of practice this week. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Jer- oh, sorry, uh, I was just going to say, Jeremy, I'm glad to be on tonight. Man, when I was a student over at Alabama, I'd sit up in the stands watch this guy play. <laughs> and I was rooting for him. I always thought he was splitting time with Tyler Watts. I was like, man. Tyler needs to be on the bench. I mean, I always thought <laughs> Coach Sal uh, was, was a better player. And uh, uh, I knew Tyler a little bit, and I just – I just thought you were a better player, Coach. I'm just going to be honest with you. I appreciate it. I, I appreciate that, man. And uh, Tyler and I went back and forth, man. And I think, honestly, you know, talking about that, it was probably unfortunate for both of us to have to really share time like we did. And, uh, you, know, yeah. you know, I wanted the coaches to make a decision, either him or me, and, and I'll back him up if I needed to, whatever I needed to do. But uh, I think it was unfortunate for both of us to have to go through that. Yeah, it really was. Not to go too far back in the past, my first memory of Alabama football is Zao on one leg, chunking one down the arm. Oh, he sure so, did, uh, didn't he? Your first memory? Yeah. <laughs> I, was eight year, I was eight years <laughs> old. Baby, That's coach. what I'm saying. You guys were talking about being in college together. I wasn't even 10. Oh, yeah. man. I wonder you, you got the Similac sitting on the table, man. Yeah, That's right. Still you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a baby. Where uh, – <laughs> You talked about these last couple of weeks. We've yeah. filled up a little bit. What's been that primary, uh, you know, point of emphasis as you you, you are coming off of loss, a, a yeah. tough fault loss in a game where you did have some players out. What's been that point of emphasis as you are rolling into the postseason against a really good team? Yeah, just to get back hungry. Um, and and um, Coach Crawford mentioned it the other day of being greedy. Um, find you know whatever it is, take it, man. And I think our guys have to get that edge back. We we did a few things. Um, 
this week that we hadn't done a whole lot of. We got a little bit more physical at some, some areas and um, it made practice a little bit more you know, energetic and our guys responded. We challenged them on some things and, and they responded in practice and we're hopefully we'll, we'll continue to improve on that. Coach, you mentioned Coach Crawford, and, and it brought me back to Jeremy and I in the pregame show we're, we're talking about with Dr. John Seegers how how strong of a coaching uh, portfolio he has at Sulkai High School. You at the football staff, you and your football staff, Coach Fullington, uh, Coach Bell, baseball, we just feel like that's probably one of the best staffs the entire school's put together. But on your team, Coach Crawford uh, does a great job with that defensive line. You got Coach Steers that's been there forever. You got some of your, mm-hmm. you know, your good friends that have followed you where you go. And I just think that football staff, and we've talked about this before, but in 5A, you, you'd be hard pressed to find a better staff than yeah, you got, and, Coach. And, and I think uh, Langham brings a lot to the table. He he makes me look good. <laughs> and uh, but Coach Crawford, Coach Strick, uh, Coach uh, Steers, Coach Jacks, Coach Jackson, Coach. Um, Coach uh, Steers have been head coaches before in, in football. So, and Coach Strickland, he's been a head coach at, at the middle school level, and he's also been around a long time. Then you got Coach Crawford, who's been around forever as well. So those guys have worked together, and just having a veteran staff. And then you take Coach Wagstaff, who's who's been around for a while as well. He, he was at me, he was with me with um, over at Bessemer. So, but man, uh, just I, I like having a staff like this. Uh, I think the chemistry is good. I think these guys are starting to learn each other a little bit. You, you cut up a little bit more now since we've sort of been around each other for the last th- four or five months. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a great staff, and um, the team actually overall team has responded to this staff lately, so it's been good. Yeah, some, some star power on the staff for sure when you bring Antonio Langham and a few other guys in. We've also we've always talked about the staff, Michael Ader. You just threw everybody for a loop. You referenced the pregame show that's coming up next after this show if you're listening tomorrow. So people's <laughs> minds are going to be blown when all this comes together. So, Coach, I, I, this is a good team. I know we talk about private school versus public school. It doesn't really matter how you feel about that. That's the next game on the schedule. Right. you got to win this one to advance. I know a lot of people – in this community, they wouldn't really know anything about Faith Academy and what they have to offer this year. Um, they got a good defensive end, good running back. Um, this is this is a good football team, man. It is a very good football team, and we have our work cut out for us. And I think we we understand that. But I, oh, and once again, it's a challenge. It's the next game up. I think our coaches are excited about the opportunity and what we can do. Um, you know, they're big up front from a defensive line standpoint, and they're also big on the offensive line. But what we have to do is play fast. We'll get some guys back, you know, get them back healthy. Um, you know, we, we're going to be actually down one guy now. Um, Tuesday we lost a guy, so um, that sort of that hurts. But, you know, we, we still got to keep, keep, keep chopping wood, man, and uh, hopefully – you know we can we can make the turn if someone steps up, but uh, yeah, we're we're uh, we're looking forward to the opportunity. And like I said, these guys are going to be tough, but yeah, we have to go down and play ball. Watching that film, you see a guy with a familiar number to you, that number five out there. He he looks pretty good, coach. He he's got some D one potential. It looks like plays on both sides of the ball. Yeah, he's going to be yeah, a guy no, no doubt about it, man. He's fast. He's big. He's strong. He's he does it all. He's their go to guy whenever you know they got some other guys too, but. Five is the is is their is their bell cow. I think what he does, what he brings to the table is the athletic ability on the edge um, at wide receiver. They put him at running back sometimes, and then on the defensive inside, uh, he's he's pretty dangerous too. And then of course sometimes they throw him at middle linebacker where he's all over the place. So um, yeah, we got our work cut out for us um, dealing with him. Um, but hopefully we can match the intensity and, and, and match his um, his his sort of grit that he has. I don't think intensity is going to be much of a problem for you guys. I know they want to get back in the win column, but they want to do something this program's only done once in the last 20-plus years, and that's mm-hmm. make it to the second round of the playoffs. And a lot of that is because every year, every time we're in the South, we're going to match up with Region 1, and you're playing St. Paul's Faith Academy, uh, UMS Wright, or whoever yeah. that may be. But yeah. 
I think there's a chip on the shoulder of this program right now. We're trying to get over the top. Yeah, I think those guys have, um, you know, they recognize it. They they see the, the opportunities. They look back at the games that we have lost. They look back and they really, you know, like myself, kick ourselves and say, hey, look, man, those games we, we should have won. Um, we feel like we if we, we play them over, we may have a better we have a better shot at winning those games. But uh, and because we make some mistakes in those games, and our guys know that. So, but at the same time, you played them, you lost them, so you got to bounce back and, and no excuses about moving forward and, and trying to bring you know bring another another game back to Silicaga. Coach, you know you're a good storyteller, man. I listen to you talk, and and you told a story the other night that I think our listeners would really like to hear. You, you told us a little bit about <laughs> oh, how man. how Antonio, how you and Langham ended up together, and I thought that was really interesting. How he just showed up in practice that day, and the, and the rains were over, and the kids were like, "Man, what is this?" It, you know, he, he has a way of you know coming in. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and anytime he drives up, it's it, or he walks up, it's. It's, it's slower. It's sort of smooth. He's sort of sneaking up, That's and he true. comes up, and he and you got to think about it. this. This guy's been in the NFL, and so he has money. Yeah. But at the same time, he comes in. And he has a. He's genuine. Yeah. Uh, and when he came in, he just it was all about the kids. And uh, but he and I, um, ever since I crossed him up on a basketball court, he, he and I have been sort of <laughs> uh, sort of buddies. And uh, and I asked him to come out and coach my guys. He came up. Had a nice car. I was like, man, who is this cat? And then realized it was Langham. But uh, he, he he did a great job with the first year over at Montevallo with us, and uh, he's been with me ever since. You, you asked him to come to practice, and he showed up, and you were surprised the best yeah, I've ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, showed yeah. like, man, he's yeah, here to he coach. Really, he really, he really <laughs> yeah. did show up. And then yeah. he, he, he showed him a couple of drills, and then I was like, hey, uh, you know, you know, you need to come back tomorrow, right? <laughs> so it, it, it started off with him coming every other day, and then it was like, hey, look, uh, here's a gear. And then, uh, I, you know, I, I fed him pregame meal, and he's never left since. So. And, then, and then Coach Saban was was messing with you a little bit That's about, right. about That's underpaying right. him, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah Coach yeah. Saban has this thing about he, he, Langham's complaining. Saban comes in and says, hey, look, man, because my thing is I always give him a cheeseburger for his pay. <laughs> and uh, Langham said, and, and Coach Saban says, hey, look, can you just give the man a value meal? And I, told, <laughs> I told Coach it's not time for negotiations yet, man. Right. So. You're listening to the Coach Zal Show live from Chick-fil-A. Silicaga coming up next will – have the Coach Fawcett show the Comer Tigers in the postseason. Not playing this week. St. Luke's uh, forfeited, so Comer will be back in the playoffs next week going on the road. Also, Coosapines Federal Credit Union, 6th annual car sale right now at the Childersburg uh, branch. That's tomorrow from 8 to 5.30 or until there's a buyer. So all the buyers are off the lot. Tons of great dealers from around our area. Sarah Honda, Ford, Nissan, JN and Auto, Bama Direct, um, Coosa Valley Auto Sales, Cars for all types of budgets, um, all types of needs, cars, trucks, and SUV. The Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union 6th Annual Car Sale. Rates as low as 1.40% APR financing up to 100%. Check that out tomorrow. They'll be live right here on Kicks 100.3 from 10 to 1 o'clock. Michael Brandon and Rebecca Younger, two DJs during the day. They'll be there tomorrow morning. We'll take a break here on the Coach Zal Show. When we come back, we'll really dig into the Silicaga and Faith Academy game. That's tomorrow night. At 7 o'clock, pregame coverage starts on the Aggie Sports Network at 5. Stay with us on Kicks 100.3. Are you in the market for a new ride? Check out the spectacular savings at the 6th Annual Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union Car Sale, Wednesday, October 28th to Friday, October 30th at the Childersburg Coosa Pines FCU branch. This sale is going to be massive. Over 250 vehicles will be on the lot, and they're from your favorite local dealers. And make no bones about it, these are the best rates around. Get financed on site with rates as low as 1.40% APR and get $100 cash back. 
That's $100 cash back when you finance through Coosapines FCU. It gets even better. Members pre-approved through Wednesday will receive an additional $50 cash back. These rates are no trick. So why not treat yourself to a new vehicle at the 6th Annual Coosapines Federal Credit Union Car Sale, Wednesday, October 28th to Friday, October 30th at the Childersburg Coosapines FCU branch. Coosapines Federal Credit Union, member NCUA, equal housing lender. Harvey's on Noble is now open for courtyard and in-house dining at 50% capacity. They also still have curbside pickup and delivery if ordered Wednesday through Saturday between 4 and 7 p.m. Just call or text your order, 256-245-5173. You'll tell Todd thanks at Star Physical Therapy after his rehab gets you back to normal faster and better than ever before. Star Physical Therapy in Silicaga, where you don't have to be a star to be treated like one. State Farm agent Sheila Curtis and her team are ready to welcome you to the State Farm neighborhood. With Sheila Curtis, it's easy to switch and save. Just give her a call at 256-249-8188. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Where do you see your home loan in 15 years? Now is a great time to take advantage of low mortgage rates at Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. You may find that you can shorten the term of your loan, reduce your monthly payment amount, reduce lifetime interest expense, or cash out for home improvement. Apply online at coosapinesfcu.org or call the Coosa Pines Loan Department using option 5 at 256-378-5559 or talk to one of our mortgage experts. Coosa Pines FCU, equal housing lender, federally insured by NCUA, NMLS number 464059. Garris Specialties in Ponds has what you need. Loans as low as $5. Great deals on firearms and interesting items you won't find anywhere else. Garris Specialties in Pond, behind Pete's Feed and Seed in Silicaga. Imagine a world without tow companies. Vehicle ruins littering our highways. People pushing cars everywhere. It would be chaos. Our society needs tow companies, and when you need one, call Merkel's Anytime Towing. Your pain relief starts here. Your pain relief starts here. 40 years. That's a long time. While Donahue Physical Therapy might not be 40 years old, we have a combined 40 years of experience when it comes to your aches, pains, and surgical concerns. We know how important experience and reputation is when it comes to your health. Get back to the action faster. Gain relief and lose the pain. Donahue Physical Therapy. Your pain relief starts here. Your pain relief starts here. Your quality of life won't be what it could be if your body can't do what it's supposed to do. Todd Malone at Star Physical Therapy can get you back on track after injury or surgery with a plan to improve movement and manage pain in the recovery process. Choose Todd Malone and Star Physical Therapy in the Victorian Village in Silicaga. Star Physical Therapy, where you don't have to be a star to be treated like one. Taylor Farr and Tom Gorey are personal injury attorneys representing injured victims of negligence in Alabama. Together, they have successfully recovered millions of dollars in compensation for injury and accident victims and their families. Farr focuses on cases involving traffic accidents, defective products, and wrongful death. Gorey primarily focuses on personal injury and elder abuse. Contact Farr and Gorey injury attorneys at Taylor at FarrGorey.com, P-H-A-R-R-G-O-R-E-E.com, and get the advice and representation you need. The representation is made that the quality of the legal services to report is greater than the quality of the legal services performed by others. 
The Coosa Valley Medical Center Emergency Department is open and ready to serve 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Clean, safe, open for you. This is Amy Price, Chief Nursing and Operating Officer. At Coosa Valley Medical Center, your health is centered to what we do. Learn more at cdhealth.net. Coosa Valley MRI is open and ready to serve you when it comes to scheduling your MRI exam. Simply have your physician call or fax in your MRI order and we will handle the rest. Coosa Valley MRI, where patients come first. This is the Coach Zal Show, presented by Chick-fil-A Silicaga. Back on the Coach's House Show, presented by Chick-fil-A. Silicaga Aggies on the road tomorrow night at Faith Academy. Coach Zal tells us, win or lose, they're back on the bus as soon as that game is over, heading back to Silicaga. <laughs> Coach, how are you going to do that? Hey, man, you have to get these kids back, man. Um, that's just this, you know, to, to go down there and possibly stay, I mean, you're, you're really it's expensive. It's expensive. That's and, why you know Michael A. here. But you're also dealing with 16-, 17-year-old boys at night Yeah. after well, a game, what win or lose, and then you're trying to figure out where they are. So, uh, no, I, 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 16-, 17-year-olds, that many at one time? No, I'm good. Coach, somebody's go. got to lobby the, the athletic association and just ask them to look at these brackets and say, listen, these teams are too far apart to be opposite each other. You know, just just look at it, you know, and it's just it's just unfortunate that you have to take a four-hour bus ride for round one. I mean, yeah, that's just yeah, unfortunate. That's, and, you know, I, I, I told our guys basically before we, we lost to Hopeville, I mean, if you don't win it now, it's going to be a trap. It's going to be a haul for you. So, um, you know, I, I put that solely on my shoulders of, of getting them ready for those type of things. And But either way, someone you're going to have to travel uh, yeah. at, at some point. Um, in your in your playoff run, so uh, you know if we can get it over with now, and if we can get one back next week, and you never know after that where where you can fall. So this game right. is such a game of routines, coach. Waking up, practicing at the same time, get, walking on the field at the same time, pregame warm ups. How does a four hour bus ride, you know, shake that out? You guys are leaving at ten thirty tomorrow. You're I'm guessing it's a, about a four-hour bus ride down yeah. there. I mean, how does that shake up your routine? I know a, a lot of you coaches are superstitious guys. Yeah, yeah, we are. And but you know what? I, I think the, the the biggest thing is get the routine right before you know a few hours before the game. So we're gonna we're gonna make a pit stop somewhere and, and get down there pretty early, have our pregame meal, and be at the field and be able to go through what we need to um, prior to the game. So we try to stop a few times so they don't have um, bus legs uh, after and, and wake them up. It, in due time before they have to, you know, those type of things. Like we take another trip an hour away, kids fall asleep, wake them up 15, 20 minutes before so they can actually wake up. So uh, the biggest thing is getting getting there and getting there on time and, and these guys understanding, like, look, it, it may be that we've just taken a four-hour ride, but we broke it up in a, in a few different stops. Uh, yeah, we just did the math on that, Jeremy. So if that, if that game ends at 930 – you know, that's two or three o'clock getting home, Coach. That's gonna be that's gonna be a long night. Everybody that's listening will be thinking about you. That's for yeah, sure. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> and, uh, I know I know our Boost Club listens, and they told me the other night, man, they're excited about this show. So every time we are on, they're watching, and uh, so I appreciate them watching us. But yeah, I, I do think it'll be a long night, but that's what you're in, you're in it for, that man. I think there are long nights, regardless. In, in the middle of the week, I have long nights anyway. So uh, yeah, every night's long for yeah, a coach, right? Yeah, that's right. If you had to be trapped on a bus for four hours with any player that you could choose, who would which, like which one would you be on the bus with? Wow! It, now, if it's quarter, my quarterback because I can talk to him the whole time yeah. about something. Grayson Edwards. Yes, or 
Who are you going to have the most fun with? Who's not going to get on your nerves for four hours? Malik Pope. Okay. He's not yeah, going to say enough talk. to get on your nerves. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. He's not going to say a word. Ashton <laughs> Fowler, uh, he was our player of the game one time last year. And Ashton says, you want me to get an interview with Malik? And I said, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. And he goes down there, and Malik agrees to it. So Ashton's like, okay. Starts asking a question. We got a yes, no, <laughs> and, he wa- and he walks away in the middle of it. And that's just like, well, back up to you guys. So that's Malik Pope. That is quiet, but you know he, he does a lot of talking on the field. Yeah, he sure he, does. He, he really. Uh, the other day, he, he finally, you know, he said a few words to the team um, about the intensity and the energy that we had at practice. If we bring that type of energy and intensity at the game, man, we put ourselves in a good position. So. Uh, we were very excited. I think Coach Crawford sort of heard him say it, and he was like, "Hey, look, Malik, you got to tell the team that." So, yeah. and he did, and uh, it, it really, it really resonated with everyone of what he was saying. And I think it's important that he does those things. Well, Coach, you know, a guy like Malik, all his teammates know he's quiet. So when he gets fired up, he's got everybody's attention. And, That's right. You know, Jeremy and I were talking about this a little bit earlier today, and thinking about some of the best athletes around, and and you know, talking about Malik made me think about this. I think just from watching play this year, two of the best athletes in Talladega County are Caleb Burns and uh, Nigel Scales from Talladega, the quarterback you yeah, guys played. I yeah. think those two guys, what's, what's your opinion on yeah, that? you agree I, with that? I, I, I would say they're right there. I, I, I know Caleb Caleb is a, is a man among level, boys man. at times. And uh, I, I'll tell you some other guys that are very talented. I would, I'm biased, of course, but you know Christian Twyman is one oh, of the yeah. most talented yeah. guys that I've seen at that size and can do the things he can do. Malik, of course, can play, but Caleb is so versatile in, in where we have him and some things he can do. But uh, yeah, we that quarterback at Talladega uh, oh, is, is, is unbelievable tough, and uh, he gave us some problems, and you saw it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are three guys that just mentioned, Coach. That if you if you watch a couple of basketball games for Silicon, you'll truly appreciate how athletic they are. Remember Twyman's breakaway dunk against uh, the guys that we played in the playoffs in the first round or sub region, maybe. Yeah. About jump from the free throw line. Christian Twyman yeah. going up, slams it down. So that, those are just the type of athletes yeah. that you have on your team. And I wanted to ask you, Coach, you know, you're trying to peak at the right time here. Right. You're, it's been an off and on year. You've had some games canceled. You have hurricanes, coronavirus. How do you make sure Friday night is the time, Friday night at 7 o'clock, that this team is at its absolute high, ready to go? You have to gauge. Uh, I think this week we've done a better job than we've done all year. Uh, it's, it's just raising that intensity, and I want to I want to credit – Coach Crawford and uh, the defense side of the ball for and, and Coach Jackson Langham and Wagstaff was uh, really creating that. They put us in some situations defensively the other day, and it sort of it's grown, you know, since then. And our intensity and, and has has really picked up. Um, and like I said, we want to peak at the at the at the right moment. And I think, you know, with this pat with this week tomorrow. Uh, if we bring that intensity that we've seen this week, we should be peaking at the right time. You want to be able to run the ball in the playoffs as well, but we got to be able to uh, be balanced. Coach, I'm going to shift gears a little bit with you. I think listeners like this kind of stuff. And you mentioned earlier about being in Montevallo, and you got partnered up with with uh, with Coach Langham there. You've been in some good places in that Birmingham area. You've been in Calera. You've been in Bessemer. How does Sulacaga differ from those places your your experiences here so far what what tell tell us uh, our listeners a little bit about what what makes it different yeah what you get from um the shelby county area which is calera and montevallo um you get about the same type of kid you know they're they're off in the country or they're part of the city and they're sort of confused of where they are you get the bessemer and they're all city yeah <laughs> and and i'm a country boy by heart and i am you know to come to silicaga it's sort of it's sort of like my hometown small uh, and you get a different type of kid. Uh, I don't think the kids here are confused. I think uh, over the years, I think Silicon has done a great job of discipline. Uh, discipline is an issue at some of those other schools. And 
what you get here is is everyone's everyone loves you know football here. Everyone is not a it's you, they love sports. You know, they love the baseball, the basketball, the football, and I think it's and everyone's playing. Um, and I think if we continue to grow our, our, our you talked about our, our coaches in other sports, if those sports continue to grow and we become one program overall, where from our middle school all the way up, if we understand, hey, look, this is our programs together other than, you know, individual sports, uh, I, I think this could be a, a even even better place. But, yeah, comparing to the other ones, I think it's more of the the uh, the kids and, and how they how they're raised in the area they're, they're in. Well, you, you you know, you mentioned uh, being from that small town. You know, you and I have something in common, Coach. We both married our high school sweetheart. Yeah. And we both got a bunch of boys running around the house. So uh, you, right. you, you got yeah. a good thing yeah. going yeah. there, I'm, man. I'm trying to – mine is – they're almost out. Yeah. So I got – You got a long way to go. <laughs> I got a long way to go. <laughs> I got, a few, I got actually they're coming back to my 22-year-old. He's, he's coming back eventually. He's so. a pre-med, man. Yeah, he's, he's going to be he's pre-med and Spanish major. So he's, he's – he worked actually worked this summer at Silicaga uh, at the board with. Uh, Did he really? Yeah, man, had a great time. So well, that's great, man. That's good uh, stuff. I mean, you know that these kids, they just they just amaze you. What all they do? We, we don't have any quarterbacks in your downline. No, 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 no. But, no I'm, I'm hoping you do. <laughs> it's not looking good, coach. <laughs> coach, before we let you get out of here and really and start, I guess get back to your family tonight, get focused back on the game tomorrow. What are those Crucifines Federal Credit Union keys to the game for an Aggie victory? Um, we talked about energy. Um, talked about being greedy. I think it's taking uh, full advantage of the opportunities that that's given to you. You have another chance to play another game of football. I told our guys you get to play football, so show up and, and be appreciative. You don't have to play it. So yeah, we have to, you know, take advantage of, of any opportunity that comes about, and you, you have an opportunity to step on the field and play play football. So um, it's another game for our seniors, and we need to you know send them out the right way. And uh, but you know, once again, protect the ball, uh, fat, you know, fast start. And um, and try to you know, hopefully our first play hits, <laughs> coach. Coach, we're we're so excited you're here. You're you're a man of character and class. You you, you you all you gotta do is follow you on Twitter, and you can tell what kind of character you have. Uh, we appreciate you leading our young guys and our community. And uh, man, you just we we wish you nothing but the best. Glad and to be we here, we want to get this thing back to Silicon next Friday That's night, right, and uh, we're looking forward to it. Coach, thanks so much. Hey, man, thank you guys. That's Silicaga head football coach Andrew Zhao on the Coach Zhao Show, presented by Chick Fil A. Silicaga Aggies on the road tomorrow night in the first round of the playoffs against Faith Academy. Only place to listen, Mix 106.5. Pre-game coverage starts at 5 o'clock um, with an encore presentation of this show. Michael Adair will join me at 5.30 to 6.30. And then from 6.30 to about 6.55, Brent actually will join me live from Faith Academy to wrap up the Star Physical Therapy kickoff show. And then you'll have the Far and Gory Injury Attorneys Game of the Week on the Aggie Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Coming up next right here on Kicks 100.3. Coach Adam Fawcett of the BB Comer Tigers. He'll join his Tiger Sports Comer Sports Network crew, Greg Wyckoff, Randy Kane. You'll hear from the BB Comer head football coach right here coming up next. Harvey's on Noble is now open for courtyard and in-house dining at 50% capacity. They also still have curbside pickup and delivery if ordered Wednesday through Saturday between 4 and 7 p.m. Just call or text your order, 256-245-5173. Imagine a world without tow companies, vehicle ruins littering our highways, people pushing cars everywhere. It would be chaos. Our society needs tow companies, and when you need one, call Merkel's Anytime Towing.
Like a good neighbor, State Farm Albie Steers is there for all of your insurance needs. Home, car, boats, and more. Whatever it is, State Farm agent Albie Steers in Sylacauga has you covered. Hey, this is Blake Farr from Area Real Estate. We're happy to announce we're expanding into the Alexander City and the Lake Martin area. For years, Area Real Estate has helped home buyers and sellers in Sylacauga. Now we look forward to offering the same friendly service to you. Check our website for listings at arearealestateinc.com. Welcome in to the Chick-fil-A Coach, Fawcett Show, Greg Wyckoff, Randy Kane, waiting on, uh, I think, uh, well, right on time, right, right, on, on time. right on cue. Start the show, He's start the music, up. and look what happens. Hey, let me give him a drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> what a great opportunity to have Coach with us tonight. Randy, before he gets on, he is extremely uh Extremely we got, busy. We got two celebrities. We've got Andrew Zow from Alabama and Silicon Aggies and uh, Coach Fawcett played college football. We may, we, we may not get them on the, on the, <laughs> on the air tonight. <laughs> hey, guys, is it too early for me to try to uh, encourage us to have that Marble City Classic and uh, get up Silicon Aggies and Comer playing each other again? Huh? Come on, Coach. Randy, you are never <laughs> short for uh, words. I mean, it's very rare that we've got both of them here at the same time. Are we Are we on air? We're on air, yes, sir. Oh, wow, sir. okay. <laughs> not, much of, not much of a warning tonight, but, man, it is, it is great to be on Kicks 100.3. Uh, out here at Chick-fil-A, they talked about it earlier. This is the, the busiest drive-thru, and I heard a little, a little meme or something about if they counted votes like they move cars through here, this election may be settled by now. Oh, it'd be over. I'm saying the best drive-through you could go, and, and to me, the best f- food you can eat right here at Chick-fil-A, Sylacauga. And you know, it's kind of cool tonight. It's not that bad, but I love these heaters they've got over. So it's uh, yeah, I felt bad of, for them, but it, yeah. it's you know they got some fans, they got heaters, and yeah. my we, left my left arm still roasted. <laughs> and all these people in their cars coming through, they look over at us and like we got our own little audience here. But, Which is uh, pretty good. And that was a very interesting conversation that you just, as you were talking, as the coaches are talking over there. Yeah. You know, the Marble City Classic was the game. It was. It, it didn't matter what happened during the year. It's like the Iron Bowl. Um, yeah. It was Silicog and B.B. Comer. And it. It, 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 was, it was for all the marbles. You know, pardon the pun, but it was. It, it was bragging rights. It's who you grew up with. It was your best friends. It was your, you know, your girlfriend's school, your boyfriend's school. Um, and... We don't have it anymore. No, we don't. And when uh, Coach Battles, it, uh, and I understood why he made that decision at that time. It was, you know, he had taken over a program that was uh, not doing really well. And then, uh, you know, he was doing the best he can. I knew Coach Battles. I was in eighth grade when Mike Battles was a senior at Silicon High School. So uh, I understand it because it was so lopsided, you know, at that time. So Coach Fawcett's making his way to the table, putting on his headsets. 
Man, I hadn't put on headsets in a couple of weeks. That's nice. <laughs> How are you doing, Coach? I'm good. How's it going? I'm good. I'm good. Knock the rust off. You come up, the celebrity you are. You can't even get on air. You're talking to everybody here at Chick-fil-A. Well, you know, you got to be cordial. This is kind of weird. Like, everybody in the drive-thru is looking at you and stuff. It's, it's kind of funky. Well, Coach, if it means anything, I told them to drive by and honk at you. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, the, I, they probably don't recognize me. Like, I, I lost a bet with my kids. So Coach Hale and I made a bet with our team that if we shut, shut Randolph County out, beat them and shut them out, that I would shave my face and Coach Hale would shave his head. And uh, we, we both came through on our bets. Um, Coach Vincent also shaved his head in a, in a little mohawk, and he's got a little handlebar mustache, which is pretty interesting. So um, my wife is hoping and praying that my, my facial hair grows back very quickly. <laughs> Can you and, give us an insight why? Yeah, well, she's, she said I look like a little kid. She said I don't even look like her husband. So You do, uh, you do look about it, 10 years yeah, younger. Yeah, she calls me Dan, her other husband. <laughs> so, well, Coach, uh, thank you for taking the time out. I know normally on Thursday nights you're busy, but yeah. I, want, I just want to start this off and say congratulations on a, a wonderful football season. This is a... a a win this eight and one this season is the first time a team has had eight wins in 20 years since yeah. 2000 and that team ended up nine and three and you you're eight and one and still playing right right yeah eight, eight and one and, and still still rocking and rolling and uh i i seem to answer the question a lot as far as you know how we got here and um i i don't have a magic potion to be honest with you it's uh it's all about the commitment of the kids and and the work that they put in and, and what they do. So uh, the guys, the, the buy-in is the, is the key. As a coach, we'll never play a snap. Uh, I'll never play an actual snap for B.B. Comer. So uh, it, it's, it's important that the kids buy in, the kids believe in, in you and believe in what you're doing. And, and uh, my, my podium has always been it, it's about the Jimmys and Joes before you worry about X's and O's. And, and it's no truer statement there. You know, it's um, – we, we we take care of our guys. We we make sure that they're taken care of, and uh, you know there's there's some hard lessons that they have to learn and some adversity that they have to overcome. But but we're there for them, and, and we make sure that, that they're taken care of. Uh, our alumni association just this week, you know, with the storm coming in and and um, taking everything out. I, I found out Sunday that we weren't going to have school Monday, so uh, called Randy and said look we got a lot of kids that don't have power we got a lot of kids that are cold uh, i'm gonna get them back together for monday we're gonna lift and, and get a little practice in and um i would love to to be able to feed them chili and uh hey no problem send me what you need he got what we needed uh and, and we got it cooked up my dad and a couple of, a couple of the dads uh cooked it up for us and and did it in the old home ec room at, at comer and uh, got it, got it simmered up, and, and we went and practiced and did our thing, and then we ate, and and that's that's huge, man. It's it's huge to be able to to feed those guys and to be able to just just doing the little things for them to let them know, hey, we care for you and we're here for you, and uh, you know, big big picture is that, you, and I feel like a broken record saying it because I I do say it, you know, all the time. The big picture is. You have a four to five year window. We do have some some eighth graders that that dress with the varsity. So you have let's say a four year window of high school sports, and um, most of the times you're guaranteed that four year window. You know, barring injury or anything like that. And then along comes a pandemic, and you look at the season and you look at at how it's come along. You look at 
this time tomorrow night on on paper will be nine and one and not have played a playoff game and headed to the second round. So you look at all the things that can be taken away from you, uh, and, and the things that just aren't definite, and and they are not definite. Uh, the season wasn't a definite. Um, so they they talked about at the um, at the the playoff meeting last week. They talked about how many teams were there that had forfeit wins and how many teams that had forfeited at least one game in the state. And you look at our schedule, we got to play every game that we had scheduled. We got to play our entire season. We did. We, we made a mutual agreement with Davil at the end of the season to, to not play. That had nothing to do with, with COVID. It was just the, that storm was rolling in. Uh, Silicago was set to play on Friday at home. We were set to play on Thursday at home, and it just wasn't going to work out. And ultimately, we made the right decision because the storm damage was was so bad uh, that even Silicaga had to had to cancel their game and not play. So, um, you know, for us to be able to get those games in, and then we get to to playoff time, and you you host a, you're set to host a, the first round game for the first time in 20 years, and I get a phone call from AHSA and, and Alvin Briggs says, Coach, St. Luke's isn't going to play. I'm like wait what you know he's like yeah st luke's isn't going to play they have COVID issues they're not going to be able to play you will get a forfeit win and you will advance to the second round so a, a thousand things run through your head at that time and the main thing is all right what what do i need to do what is best for my guys moving forward as far as practicing scheduling you know scheduling practices and so forth and so on so um, but man, it, it, it's been a blessing to be able to, to have this season. It's uh, it's a blessing to be able to coach these these kids and, and to be around the coaches that I'm around every day. And um, man, I, I'm just soaking it all up. I'm like a kid in a candy store. I, I I'm having a blast. I enjoy it. Uh, these kids amaze me. The stuff that they're, they're they're doing on the field and that they're making happen. It's it's just amazing the stuff that they're they're able to do. And uh, to see some of the ones, you know, you go into to a fall season and you didn't have spring football, there's a lot of question marks. And and those question marks are, are like light bulbs going off. And, and all of a sudden you, you're like, who was on that tackle? Wow, I didn't even, you know, I didn't know that kid had it in him. And, and he's making a tackle for a loss or, you know, he's making a sack or we got, you know, a kid getting an interception and so forth and so on. So, um, but yeah, I, man, I'm just I, I just put practice schedules together and, and everything else works itself out. You know, I stand out there and try to look good. So the kids do all the work. Well, kid, uh, coach, you said a couple of things here that's uh, I already planned to say. But when you were talking about Jay and Joe uh, before the X's and O's, uh, we all know what you inherited your first year here and uh, what you had to assess mm-hmm. and what you had to think about doing. Uh, I know that just uh, you know. I've done the radio with Greg for the last two years, and we knew what you were walking into, mm-hmm. what you inherited. So I know from the recruiting standpoint, walking the halls, talking to kids, encouraging them, and getting them out on the practice field to give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've been over to the weight room and watched who came through. We've been out on the practice field to see what you've had. But you've also, don't cut yourself short, <laughs> because you've surrounded yourself with some great coaches. Uh, they're excited. Uh you know, when we get there to the game early and talk to the parents and the cheerleaders and everybody, it's been nothing but positive information. They love you and love the staff and what's going on. And so when you've got that kind of enthusiasm right. and that much excitement, 
everybody's pitching in mm-hmm. to help you get to where you're trying to to go. And uh, Co- Coach Helix, uh, you know, I almost tackled Greg one night watching <laughs> Coach Hale because <laughs> yeah. he, he's animated. He's just he's wonderful to watch, oh, yeah. and he's so emotional. I, I think a couple times you had to pull him back off a referee or two. Yeah, yeah, a couple times. <laughs> yeah, At the Vincent game, they threw a flag, and I asked the official like three times, who was the flag on? And he, he never answered me. And about the third time, I said, I need to know who the flag was on because I need to know if I can get another one. <laughs> and he looked at me, and he's like, it was on you. I was like, <laughs> all right, so I can't get another one. But Craig, so. Before Greg, oh, we're not going to a break. Are we? <laughs> I got, I got a, good, a good question now. Now that we've watched you on the sidelines doing the radio for the last two years, now, what I've, uh, I mean, Greg and I will talk about it, and we say it on the radio. As we watch you, you're standing off away from the mm-hmm. team. You're kind of assessing what's going on. You're letting mm-hmm. your coaches do their job. But I'm watching for when your arms start coming up in the air. <laughs> because the first time uh, I saw you do that last year, I think it was Winterboro game, wasn't it? In Winterboro, yeah. I, I had never – knowing Coach is calm as he is, he didn't get too excited, he stays even kill, and all of a sudden I saw those arms going up, and you're about 15 yards on the field where the hash marks are. Yeah. And, uh, you had your arms going, so – what triggers you for them arms to go up in the air? You know, I don't know. I uh, I have heard about how animated you guys are on the radio about me being animated. So, uh, you, you know, it's the the offensive lineman in me stands back because I watch the I watch the heels of the lineman whether we have the ball or the other team has the ball. And obviously, I've got a headset, so I'm in communication with all the other coaches. They they know you know they, they I can hear them. They can hear me and. Uh, so that that's kind of why I stand back there, and I do a I, man. I, I take everything in. I'm I'm looking at everything and, and uh, kind of soaking it all up and assessing everything. But it like when when things go when things aren't right, it, it drives me crazy. And when things, you know, I, I try to be as even keel as possible. But um, from a player standpoint, it drives me crazy when we practice something and rip something and rip something. And then we mess it up in a game because we, we practice that. You know, if we're throwing something at you that, that we haven't done before and, and eh, all right, I, I'll give you a little leeway. Uh, personnel issues drive me crazy. So when a coach changes a personnel and I don't know about it and then we call a play and there's somebody else in there and I didn't want that person in there, that, that drives me crazy. The big thing that drives me crazy here we go. <laughs> is officials making calls out of their area? So, so if an official from way, way down yonder throws a flag, and it's not even his call to make, it drives me crazy. So, uh, nothing against officials. I don't, I don't want to get in trouble, but uh, you know, it, it, it drives me crazy. Now, one of the best flags I've ever seen was at Ranburn, and that official threw that flag about forty yards. He did. Like he chunked that thing. Like he he had to have been a, a baseball player at some point in time or a quarterback, because <laughs> he chunked it. Like, I mean, I'm I'm watching the play go by, and all of a sudden this yellow thing comes by the other way. And I'm like, what was that? One like, coach said, uh, "That's a flag." I'm like, no way. So, um, but but you know, it's I I, I get animated because I care so much about it. You know, I, I'm I'm very involved in it. I'm very, you know, I. It's it's that time where we've put it's the production of all your work. Game time is the production. It's the live footage of everything that you've done that nobody has seen. And you talked about three years ago. You talked about that first season, that two and eight team, and then that 
last season the six and six team, and then here we are sitting eight and one. And 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 you you think about all the work that's been put into that, and you want so much for for these kids to have success. Like I I, I don't want my kids to to feel failure, and and I know they have to. You know, in life you're going to feel failure, and and but like the work that they've put in and the the effort that they've put in and and just the focus that they've put in to to getting to this point. You know, I, I spoke to our older guys after the Lynette game. I met with them Sunday after the, the Lynette game, and I said, look, we can go 9-1. and one. I said, we have the ability to win the rest of the games on this schedule, go 9-1, and one, make the playoffs, possibly host. I said, who knows, maybe somebody will mess up and knock Lynette off and we'll have a three-way tie for first. Who knows what can happen, but we got to take care of what we can, what we can control control the controllables and and every week it was like all right hey we're two and one we're three and one we're four and one and it was just like boom 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 knocking them off and, and it, it just the focus of these kids on hey one at a time and, and my my rule is 24 hours whether you win or lose you got 24 hours to celebrate or 24 hours to, to whine about it and then move on and and it was we would watch we watch film sunday afternoons as a team and they would come in Sunday afternoons focused and ready to go. And it would be just like clockwork, you know, going moving forward week in and week out. i got to ask you this about that. Now, what's the kid's name that's your favorite? He's in the eighth grade. He's uh, Devontae's. Richard? Yeah, Richard yeah, Weed. Yeah, Richard Weed. Yeah, he, he, I've got to ask you this. When you said you watch film on Sunday afternoon, uh-huh. in the Lynette game, you remember I told this story several times, in the Lynette game, you know, their quarterback was 250 pounds. Mm-hmm. He was a receiver and quarterback. Yep. I remember. I don't remember what I did yesterday, but I remember this play. <laughs> uh, this 250-pound quarterback is now a receiver. Mm-hmm. They throw him a pass, and little Richard bows his head, yep. and he goes into that 250-pound <laughs> receiver and bounces off backwards and rolls back over. That's Richard. Now, when you looked at the film, do you remember that play? I do. <laughs> what did everybody in that locker room do? When well, he bounced off like a rubber ball. At, at first, they laughed, and I said, hey, I don't know what you're laughing at. He's the only one that wasn't scared of him all night. That's right. <laughs> so that's right. He, he had no fear, and, no and fear. that's him. He has no fear whatsoever. I mean, it doesn't matter. You could tell him to go tackle that truck, and he'll say, okay, and he'll run out there and try and tackle that truck. You know, he just he has zero fear. Um, and, and obviously, seeing his brothers and, and Devontae and James, He's got some athletic ability. Oh, yeah. And that's what, you know, go, going back to the Rammer game, that he was the ball carrier when, when we had the, the flag. And I can't remember if he scored, but he had a good a long gain on that play. And and that's one thing that we've had had a luxury of this year is in, a lot, in quite a few games, our young guys have gotten to play. And that's, man, that's so important to me in building a program is those young guys get to play because – we, we have guys, we'll have guys that go next week. We have, have guys that have been, been with us in close games that haven't seen a snap. You know, the only time they were on the field was when um, when we did warm-ups or, or there was a timeout, maybe I called everybody up or whatever. But, but to see a live snap, they, they didn't. But those guys have been at practice all week. Those guys have, have gone through the workouts. They've gone through all that other stuff. And, and I tell them, you know, you don't know when your time's going to be. You, you may not get – a play tonight, you may get three plays tonight, but you make the most of whatever you get. And and because of, of 
the defense playing so well and scoring some points early and 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 having some some good leads, we've been able to play those young kids. And you want to see a young guy like Richard get some positive some positive yards, get get a score, get something good happen for him because <clears throat> he's going to remember that. He scored and, in the and, last game, uh, it, didn't he? On a, on a phenomenal mm, run. Yes, yeah. He made he made a move, and that's that's my play of the year right now because yeah. he had he had the vision. Oh yeah. Not you know you do what you're supposed to do. You know mm-hmm. if if the, the play is drawn up, you, you as a running back you you follow your blocking. Right. But he was able to cut up mm-hmm. basically between the center and the guard where yeah. he wasn't supposed to be. Any, right. And. and just to be able to do that and have that athletic ability, mm-hmm. that vision, he yeah. is going to be a special football player. Yeah. He and, didn't run like an eighth grader. No, no. He did, I'm and, telling you. And, and on that play you're talking about, if he does what the play is drawn up on paper to do, it's a loss of three. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I tell my guys all the time. you got to be an athlete. Like, I can draw I can draw on a piece of paper the, the most beautiful play in the world, but I can't tell this defensive end that he's got to go here and he's got to go here and – you know, it's it's like preparing week in and week out for for opponents. This is what we've seen on film, guys. They may do something different. Okay, so we have rules. There's there's rules in place, and sometimes sometimes the guy in front of you is pretty pretty doggone good, and sometimes he's not very good, and you know, so you have to you have to be consistent in your performance. So, well, coach, we talked about you didn't play the last regular season mm-hmm. game against Dadeville. You're not playing first round of the playoffs mm-hmm. uh so basically you have three weeks between mm-hmm. football games uh what are your pros to that for your team and then what are some things that you may be a little leery of this layoff uh all pros for us in, in my opinion all pros and and that's all we're going to focus on we're, we're not going to focus on any uh any possible cons of it um somebody asked about uh Somebody asked about the layoffs. Somebody asked about being rusty. Somebody asked about, uh, you know, not having games, game snaps, and things like that. We're, we're not going to focus on that. We're not, you know, we're going we're to kind of block it out. And um, well, just too because last game, you, the second half of the game, Zach Carpenter and James Carmichael mm-hmm. came off and didn't play the second right. half. A little, di- little dinged up in mm-hmm. that first half. So you right. get you get the opportunity mm-hmm. to heal and to to bring yeah. it right into there. You know, I asked you about a player yeah. that has been sitting for quite a while mm-hmm. this year off an of injury, yep. and that's a Brandon Blankenship. Yep. Cleared today. Cleared today. Pra- cleared yesterday. Practice today. And one of my kids, he plays that spot, Drew Holman. I love Drew. Yeah. But, but Drew is multi-dimensional. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's not going to hurt if he can mm-hmm. he can go other way places right. and, and right. help your team. Yeah. So. Uh, does it look like Brandon will be back in at center? He he will be. Um, we'll see how how practices go. You know he's he is a little rusty. The last time he played was was week four against Ramburn. So um, got got to get in some game shape and, and things like that. So, um, but yeah, you know it's you talk about James James and Zach not playing in that second half. Um, the the term matter than a wet hen. <laughs> Those two boys were mad at me for not letting them play. And I, I went to each one of them and I said, look, I love y'all. I do. I love y'all to death. And that's why I'm not letting you play. I said, I got to have you. I said, big, big picture. We're, we're thinking big picture here. I said, y'all y'all stand on the sideline and be supportive and, 
You know, they they tuck their head, yes, sir. But you know, they but they want to play, and that, that's good. That's a good that's a good reason to be mad at your coach. You know, um, but but getting Brandon back will be uh, we'll we'll make that decision next week and see how he does. And uh, Drew's done a great job there, but uh, Drew can play in in any of those five spots, and that's that's a good problem to have on both sides of the ball. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So. He he's come along, man. He's Drew is one of those guys that, um, you know, last year was his first year with us, and and he was getting used to the the terminology and the scheme and us as coaches, and uh, he knew you know some of the guys, but he didn't know all the guys. And then uh, we go through all this, and all of a sudden we've we've blossomed into into where we are now. And he's uh, he's a leader for us. He does a does a good job for us on and off the field, and. Um, the kid cares, man. He cares about so much. He, he's probably called me to, I know he's called me at least twice since the storm hit coach. Do you need anything? Do you need me to come pick up limbs? Do you need, you need a tree move? Do you need, I'm like, Drew, I'm good. Unless you got the solution to power, you know, <laughs> if you got that figured out, let me know. Cause we'll, we'll make it happen. Speaking so, of power coach, mm-hmm. you have the power of play calling. I do. Team. You do. Okay, I know you, you can't tell us exactly <laughs> what would be. Do you have something special that we haven't we haven't seen so far this year? Because I, I saw as the year went on, we know we, yeah. we you know we didn't have the two tight end look last year, right? Okay, and you can't you come out this year, you give us a mm-hmm. a, a two tight end look, which yep. I think is phenomenal. What you can do out of oh yeah, and and you, you go to trips, you go <laughs> to you got twins on empty backfield. Yeah, do you have something special? Are, are are there some special plays for certain situations? Uh, you know, there there's yes and no. Um, <laughs> I can't I can't let all the secrets out. I guess um, none of the other teams uh, playing can hear us. They're not. Yeah, they're not. They're not listening. <laughs> they're not listening. Uh, yeah, you know, well, it, we're pretty wide radio. It, here. It's week to week. You know, honestly, it's a lot of it's week to week. Our our formations are are the killers. You know, we we do. Um, we probably run the same six plays fifteen different ways, and, and that's that's what makes it that's what makes it dangerous is is you don't know what's coming, and and when our quarterbacks uh, make good reads, that makes it about twelve different plays, and and it changes nothing for us up front. So um, the the big success in in this season has been up front we've we're finally getting physical and we're yes, finally sir. getting after it. We're finally, you know, and that, that's, that's my wheelhouse. I was, I was born a lineman. I was, the day I was born, I put my hand in the dirt and that's where it stayed, you know? So, uh, I, I also coached the offensive line this year with the help of, of coach Strickland. And like he, he's a, he's a young coach who understands nasty too. So him and I are a good, good group down there to, to get those guys going. And, and they have, man, they have really lived up to it this year. But um, we, we have some wrinkles and stuff that, that, are, um, that are being ironed out right now. Um, but we feel like formation-wise, we, we're, we're good where we are formation-wise, but we are, we are tweaking a few things. Well, I know that on the radio all year long, you know, started seeing it at the end of last year, the offensive and defensive line. We know what you got to do for mm-hmm. give the quarterback time, the mm-hmm. the back. You got to give him time to do all what he's got to do, mm-hmm. and how the offensive and defensive line have stepped up in certain situations, mm-hmm. especially on defense. Shut mm-hmm. shut them down. Yes. And I'll give you one here, uh, Vincent. Uh, before the game, we heard about number three. Their halfback. Yeah. It was uh, he's a track star. Supposed yeah. to be so fast. 
Your uh, Comer's defensive line shut him down. Oh, yeah. Basically. Now, but here's one thing again that I remember when I don't know how many times this has happened when Devontae takes a snap and it's going to be like a quarterback sneak, mm-hmm. and, and both teams are just like one big ant hill there. And rugby Devontae, football. Yeah, yeah, rugby football. And whoever gets the most pressure first, is, is, you're going in one way or the other. Yes. But then when Devontae break, breaks loose mm-hmm. and he squirts out of there and he's gone, and I caught that number three from Vincent come out of nowhere and caught Devontae. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I said on the radio, Lightning three. I don't know I don't know if you know Lightning mm-hmm. or not, but mm-hmm. Lightning was one of the fastest running backs in Silicaga. Right. Held a 100-yard dash records for oh, years. Wow. I challenged Richard to run this kid because I don't think Richard could outrun him. Oh, wow. That number three from Vincent was uh, was fast. Yeah. But that that was the only time I think anybody's ever caught James or Devontae mm-hmm. when they break loose. If they get a step on you, they're gone. Yeah. So so I'll tell you, there's a great side story to that. I never saw the end of that play because Raphael Johnson was so excited that he's running down the sideline. Not only does the official run into him once, the official runs into him twice, and we get flagged for that. Yeah. So when everything's going on, we're all celebrating. I see the flag because I see the official run into him because I'm not. I'm not running. You know, I'm. I'm. I I see what's going on. I I can walk fast, and uh, so I see Raphael, and he's like he's his right foot is on the sideline as he's running down the line. The official's trying to catch up because he's not as fast as Devontae or or number three either, and uh, he's trying to catch up and runs right into him and throws the flag and then bumps into him again. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So they're, they're settling, they're sorting all this out, and, and I'm under the impression we scored. So I thought, all right, we're, we're just going to have about a 30-yard two-point conversion. We're good. So I get everything together. I asked the, I even asked the, side, the official on our sideline, all right, does, did the, is the score going to count? He's like, oh, yeah, the score will count. And then they set it up, and they're like, all right, it's first down. I'm like, whoa, whoa, we scored. And then my coach was like, no, he never got in. I'm like, what? So after the game, I was like, how did you not score? He's like, coach, that kid's fast. Like, really? So, but, yeah, it was, it was hilarious. Well, at number three, he came from, uh, Greg, help me remember. But he came from the opposite side of the field. Opposite side of the field. Yes. And that's what caught my attention because I'm watching the ball. Yeah about to score and this kid come out of nowhere and uh, Devonto was probably 20 25 yards yeah. ahead of him oh yeah and he caught him i was mm-hmm. uh that was an amazing he's a great athlete from yeah. up there i had to give him a kudos because i know that uh, they're proud of proud of him yes coach we got about one minute so one quick question real fast uh we have to wait on the game to see who we play mm-hmm. uh, abbeville thorsby uh, right. are there any thoughts if who wins who loses is that a home game or a road game the way i understand it it's a road game no matter what no matter what so the, right the way i understand it if, if we're fortunate enough to get past the second round i think we get to come back home round three okay well coach i'm, I'm thankful you got to come tonight yes. and i'm thankful you had a show named after you tonight man the coach fawcett show here yes. live from chick-fil-a on kicks 100.3 wait a minute this I, I thing's like not it. over is it <laughs> i like it I, i'm I like just getting it. started <laughs> Hey, let's get started. Listen, I, I, you know. Does Chick-fil-A, uh, do they cook I, hot dogs here? I, I, I have people that ask. People are like, why isn't, you, why isn't there a picture of you out at Chick-fil-A? I'm like, 
nobody wants a picture of me while they're trying to eat. <laughs> so they're like, well, I, I want to know who's responsible for that. I'm like, guys, just it's okay, you know. But uh, nobody, you know, if they ever want a picture of me anywhere, it's going to have to be with with uh, with my beard back because uh, this this you know, forty year old teenage look isn't good for me. Well, coach, thank you for coming. Uh, God bless you. A great a great season, and the best part about it is. You're not done yet, so right. we wish you the best next week, and I uh, can't wait to see where, where we're headed. So uh, thank thank everybody for listening. Thanks for coming out tonight, Chick-fil-A, and uh, I think we'll be on 100.3 next week. Oh, where are we good? Yes, sir. Good, so good. Uh, well, we just, just stay, stay tuned. And, hey, one, uh, one second here. Coach, we've got people on the radio. When we're on the radio uh-huh. or, or whatever we're on, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Dothan, alumni wow. listening in, and wow. I'm Facebooking the score and what's going on. Right. So they're following you from out of state. Good, good deal. Well, we appreciate the support, and man, this this community's been electric over the past uh, past couple weeks, and and we want it to continue. So we we definitely appreciate it. All right, we'll see you. We're live from Chick Fil A here in Sylacauga. <laughs>